Hey everyone, it's Carl. Before we get started, I want to let you know that I have a new podcast out called Alchemix Bar Diaries, where I tell you my thoughts that go through my brain about bartending techniques, theory, and anything to do related to the bartending world. We just started. I would love to have you come over, take a listen. The link for it is in the description of any podcast player you're listening to this to. And yeah, go check it out. Now let's get the show started. There we go. Everyone in the service industry has a story. Crazy customers, wild orders, and WT, oh my God, WTF <laughs> moments. Do you want to start a tab, the podcast here, to bring you those tales from behind the bar? My name's Carl, and I'm fucked up. <laughs> My name's Riley and I'm sober. <laughs> Ish. No, definitely sober. Definitely sober. <laughs> it's going to be one of those podcasts, ladies and gentlemen. We're just going to get that disclaimer out of the way tonight for you. So we're excited. We have another lovely get. Oh, my God. <laughs> we are off the rails right now. You are off the rails. Well, you are married to me and we are an item. So if uh, I'm off the rails. I cannot control your train. Cannot do it. Choo-choo. <laughs> So we have we have a guest. Her name is Chandler. We met her through the Bartenders Rant podcast group. If I remember correctly, you are an entrepreneur, bartender, and a chef, correct? Yeah. Yeah, let's go with that. And so how are you doing this <laughs> lovely Monday night? Um, I would say I'm probably in between where you two are. What's <laughs> up? Not fully sober. Right. There you go. That's kind of the guests we appreciate on this channel or on this channel, on this podcast. Right, right, right. So, <laughs> so uh, give our audience a little, little short story because we'll go more in depth with you on our Patreon, but just like a quick little 30 second elevator pitch of who you are and what you do. All right. Um, I've been in the service industry for 20 years, started watching dishes, climbed up the ladder in the kitchen, uh, ran and opened concepts across the world. Transitioned to behind the bar, where I'm still doing stuff, um, and created a card game about a year and a half ago. Nice. Nice. So we ordered ours, but ours is on back order, which is actually a good <laughs> thing, right? Because that means you're having a lot of orders come through, right? So it also means that Steve and Mike took forever to get their lives together on the expansion. Oh, yeah. Everything <laughs> those guys touch is like probably already four months old, it's already expired. They're already past the fucking expiration date. Anything those guys do. But they're amazing gentlemen. Actually, what's uh, kind of cool is I'm going to New York in a couple of months in June for a bartender convention. And I'm going to take a train from New York down to Baltimore and hang out with Steve for a couple of nights. So. Oh, hell yeah. We probably neither of us are going to remember both those nights. I'm just hoping he comes back alive <laughs> or at all. Yeah, that's say or This is a call from the Baltimore Police Department. <laughs> Police Department. Let him you, rot. Do you accept the charges? Preferably, no. he comes back without speed. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. He's in my fucking carry on. <laughs> Here you go, Steve. We got a bedroom for you. Good lord. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so ladies, what are we drinking tonight? Guess first. Mm -hmm. Oh, guess first. The one with the most cocktails goes first, and that is you. Okay, well, they're not all cocktails, but I have a 32-ounce belly of water. There you go. Perfect. Today. I have number X coffee for today. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many of them. 
Um, and then my cocktail, I actually put the question to people that follow me on my Instagram account what I should make. And one person was super spicy and said Ramos Jesus. <laughs> Fuck that person. Right? <laughs> I do love a Ramos Jesus. So I decided to try and make a Negroni Ramos Jesus. And how's it taste? I'm not mad at it. It needs a little work. Right. But it's tasty. Nice. That is, so I've been bartending now for, I don't know, 11, 12 years. I didn't even know what a Ramos Gin Fizz was until maybe like three or four years ago, maybe, maybe five. And I still have never made that cocktail or have never, or I've seen it on a menu once or twice, but I just like, they're not doing it the, the correct way. So I've never yeah. ordered it yet. So I know that's something we're going to tackle on our YouTube channel for sure. But is it? I love it. Yeah. I mean, I know I'm going to love it. You know, it's like, everyone's like, it's like an orange dreamsicle. Basically that's what everyone says it is. So oh, I made one with blue curacao once as the base and it's this beautiful sky blue color. Right. And then I did like a tea syrup. So it was this mm. tea, iced tea, orange dreamsicle. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was so funny. Like last, you said say blue curacao last night we went, uh, at the hotel I work out, we were, I'm going through the new menu with our other bartenders and they're all really fresh bartenders. Like this is the first bartending job and they're less than a year old. And then I was like, someone had blue carousel on the bar for a drink the other day. And I'm like, you guys understand that this is triple sec, right? They're like, what? I go, it is just triple sec with blue dye in it. I go, it's supposed <laughs> to make it, it, it got super popular in the eighties to make cocktails look beautiful. And it like just blew their fucking mind. I'm like, why do you think there's oranges on the goddamn bottle for? Oh wait, oranges aren't blue? No. <laughs> well, maybe they do some fucked up things there in Dallas. You know, I don't know. <laughs> I'll say this. We were in Dallas in November for a wedding. One of my long, probably my longest friend that I still talk to on a kind of regular basis. Right. And anyways, we're like, fuck man, limes are only like 20 cents down here. This is amazing. <laughs> But yeah, so uh, what are you drinking, Miss Bush? Ew, ew. <laughs> we uh, she did not take my last name, and I love calling her Miss Bush sometimes. I mean, I don't blame her. Yeah, I don't blame <laughs> her either. I am drinking the Distill Wild Sour Dragon Fruit Mango. There you go. So Distill is one of our favorite breweries. They're out of Normal, Illinois, and they do a lot of sour beers. Uh-huh. It's fan- we they're love really sour. Here. Yeah, Down, yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. It's they're only like four hours from us. We went there right. one time. Yeah, um, it's they're solid sours. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think we've had a bad one, but we haven't tried the pickle one yet. So I will not try the pickle one. <laughs> he doesn't like pickles. I what are you talking? I love fucking pickles. I just don't want my goddamn beer. I forgot that. You, that's I always, why I just always eat your pickle. Right. Wait, hey, scratch hey. that. I'm not. I'm not. Scratch that. Reverse. Yeah, right. Take me on. Are least. you a pickle eating bush? <laughs> Can I put my pickle in your bush? I said this, this podcast is off the rails already. It didn't take long. And I am drinking a rum old fashioned. I got some little Demerara, uh, orange bitters, and then I don't know, half, let's say an ounce and a half of plantations of maca, and then ounce and a half of Diplomatico, Diplomatico rum. Mm. So, yeah. Yummy. Let's go. So, <laughs> all right. So, 
if you are still listening to this podcast <laughs> and we're, you know, five minutes into it, congratulations. You have unlocked the secret code. We apologize. <laughs> so if you're not aware of what we do on this podcast, we read stories off the internet. We discuss it, give feedback of how the situation could maybe have been better handled differently. And then we tell you who we think the asshole is and possibly if there is a hero, then we rate the story from one to five, one being your average story. And then five being a unique situation that you don't see happen a lot. And then since we have a guest, they supply us with one of their crazy, well, possibly crazy stories. It could be pretty lame. Steve's story was pretty lame last week. So it was so lame. So lame. I got drunk. I blacked out. Oh, okay. Good story, bro. <laughs> Sounds like a Monday. So Riley is going to have a story ready for us, I think, correct? Yes, I have a story. I need to go find more stories since my subreddit that I, you take all my sub or stories from is no longer, what am I looking for? On, not on, but the, uh, the, subreddit. the subreddit got closed down because it was unmoderated. Which is a problem. Yeah. I guess. Now I have to actually work. All right. So this comes from the subreddit. Fuck you, Karen. Well, I already love this. <laughs> And the username is Kapow Blam Boom. It's from two months ago. I love them. <laughs> I'm going to do that to you later. Shut the fuck up. Hey, put your pickle out of the bush. <laughs> God damn it. That'd be a name of an awesome band, Pickle in a Bush. Let's go see Pickle in the Bush. Shut the fuck up. I would go see that. <laughs> Don't Only encourage him. <laughs> Anyway, the story is called New Year's Eve Karen mad that her kids aren't allowed at the bar. Oh my god. I already I <laughs> I already have so many things about this. <laughs> okay. And just a reminder, we do read these stories as is, so grammatical errors are not my problem. <laughs> and if we're and yeah, that means if we struggle with reading, it's not because we don't know how to read, is like we're trying to figure out how well, well if you struggle with reading, it could be 50-50. You don't know how to read. I barely also. pass the third grade, all right? Leave me alone. <laughs> anyway, uh eating dinner last night at a nice regional casual dining restaurant with a bar in the center of the dining room. The restaurant was located dead in the middle of the area. The city was having its first night celebration and it was 50 degrees and moderate steady rain. Suddenly, a family walks in the busy restaurant and goes straight to the bar. Mom, dad, and four grade school slash middle school kids standing in a pack between our table and the bar, all soaking wet. I hear the dad tell the kids, look, you got to behave. People are eating here. We need to get out of the rain and mom and dad are going to have a couple drinks. <laughs> God. <laughs> they are taking group selfies and generally clogging up the flow of the entire bar area walking paths. The kids were being kids. Mom is trying to flag down the bartender and then it happened. Manager approached mom to tell her that they cannot have children in the bar area but could be put on a wait list for a table. Karen erupts. But we are just here to have a drink. It is New Year's Eve and it's raining outside. <laughs> <laughs> So many A's, so many I's, and I-N-G-G-G-G outside. <laughs> Manager had obviously had enough with the evening and starts pointing towards the door. We must have seen 25 people from first night trying to just come use the bathroom in the hour we were there. Karen starts shouting how this is bullshit and her children aren't technically in the bar. 
Karen and her embarrassed family were walked out by the manager and she was bitching the entire way. Was glad just to be a spectator. Is <laughs> it? Yep, that's it. <sighs> so the asshole are the parents. Absolutely. <laughs> it didn't seem like the dad. He told his kids to like sit that. down and shut up while they drank. <laughs> he mean, took, yes. They took they they both took them into the bar and told them to sit down, shut up. We're gonna have a couple drinks. We're not gonna give you anything, but be quiet. God, that's <laughs> Sierra, they, I mean, like, they get at least the dirty Shirley, or not dirty Shirley, a Shirley, Christ, a Shirley Temple. Temple. So this happened, this shit happens to me all the time at the hotel bar, right? Like parents, especially like when it's baseball uh, tournament weekend, you know, they're all traveling and they want to sit at the bar, get shit based and their kids get bored, sit in the hotel room. I've had kids come in like, which, why is the internet so slow? I can't play fucking Call of Duty. I don't give a fuck, man. That's, that's not my problem. And then like, they're just running around being obnoxious. And then in the state of Iowa, the law is after nine o'clock, if your establishment doesn't sell 50% of the sales of food, kids under 21 or anyone under 21 is not allowed. So usually about 830, we tell all these parents, hey, in 30 minutes, your kids have to leave and they cannot come in. I'm like, well, we paid a lot of money. I go, your hotel stay does not cover the cost of our liquor sales that we would possibly lose because you guys want to see you get trashed. Right. And you don't care about your kids running around like we're not their babysitters. Right. So I wonder if that's the thing, right? It's New Year's Eve. They either forgot to make plans or couldn't afford a babysitter for four kids. Right. But I mean, there's high schools everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like... <laughs> Maybe a kid forty dollars. You're gonna spend that on booze, just pregame at home a little bit. Maybe they have a reputation of having shitty fucking kids, and no one wants to babysit them. Well, no wonder with parents like that, right? Also true. I mean, in Texas, minors can sit at the bar if it's like a food, Mm -hmm. a restaurant, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, As long as they are in eyesight of their guardian (laughs) for however late. Um, most places in general will cut it off around nine, but it's not legally. They don't have to. They don't want to. Yeah. And I get like nine o'clock. It's like, why do you want your fucking 12 year old hanging out at a bar right. area after nine o'clock? Like not. Okay. The whole, what's the whole joke? Nothing happens after Nothing good, good happens one after midnight <laughs> or one. Yeah. Like after nine, your kid, like. I used to think the same about like parents who would come into family video at midnight, like right before we closed with three kids in tow. Like, listen, I know you're trying to get a movie, but it is midnight. I mean, it makes me think of that commercial from the 90s where it's like, it's 9 p.m. Do you know where your kids are? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah, because they're with me and I'm at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> they bought it a little too much. Right. Just teach your kids how to bartend and save all that money. Just have them bartend for you at home like Carrie did back in the day. <laughs> I feel like I feel like one of my cousins knew how to say drink a beer before he could say anything else. <laughs> Because they would make him go get a beer. My first kids, my first kids uh, word was old fashioned, not even mom or dad. It was old fashioned. No, it was not. I know, but I'm just saying it'd be hilarious if that was a thing. But yeah, I don't know. Like I hate then also when people get mad, we're like, your kids are not supposed to be here. They get mad. So mad. It's like, dude, like this is our business, not yours. Right. Open your citizens. What's that? They're not full size citizens. Right, exactly. Yet. Right. And then they just I mean, let them run amok. I feel like there was a possible solution where they got put on a 
waiting list for a table. Mm-hmm. And then one parent stands at the waiting space with the kid. The other does shots at the bar. And then they turn off. And then right. they off. Yeah. Or one parent orders two drinks, takes it to the waiting area. Right. Yeah, you don't have to do it in the bar area. Right. As yeah. long as you are in the building, you can have that drink with you. Because I'm sorry, yeah. no, no matter how well behaved your kids are, that's four kids. They're going to be like kids. They're just going like, to be in the way. You're going to go like, exactly. You're just going to do that the entire time. <laughs> Mom, dad, don't <laughs> It's called foreplay. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that story. Because I see it personally all the time happening, you know, especially at the hotel. You know, I, I give it just a one five. You know, I guess New Year's Eve is what's kind of, you know, giving a little bit of like, damn, you kind of fucked up. And I said, they probably just forgot to ask for a babysitter. Right. Because what, New Year's Eve was on Saturday this year? Right. So that's like extra crazy, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. They just fucked up and they're just like. I mean, if you can't find a babysitter for your kids, it's not hard to go buy a bottle of something and a mixer. Yeah, stay home. Mm-hmm. Stay home. Get right. drunk Cel- at home. Celebrate with your kids. Make, because, get because, some sparkling cider. Right. Because we're going to double down on the assholery here mm-hmm. and know that those parents are both drinking and driving their four children home. Right. Ooh, true. Mm-hmm. There's true. not going to be a sober one. Maybe they do the whole one kid's on the pedals, one kid's on the steering wheel <laughs> thing. That's worse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you never know. I said the left pedal. That is, that is. That is child abuse. <laughs> Maybe one of the children was like training to get his license. Yeah, so they said their... they said elementary, middle school aged. Middle school uh, is middle school is fourteen. Yeah, yeah, but you can't legally be a DD until you're eighteen. That's true. 15. But a DD, you you have to be so your parent. Yeah, have, you, Iowa might. Iowa, okay, at least in different. Iowa. Yeah. You can't. Oh, I, I mean, honestly, I don't know. Yeah, yeah but a lot of <laughs> a lot of states won't let you be a DD until you're 18 because you're not supposed to be around alcoholic beverages until you're 18, like serving them. Well, it's just it's just because the reason why you have an adult in the car is because they're sober and understand what's going right. on. If they're drunk, then that's right. you might as well not have anyone in the car and be driving by yourself. Right. So, uh, so I give it a one five. Like I said, it's just it's those. It's so funny when this shit happens at the hotel. It's just like, cause we already know even my door guy, Brett, we both are like, God, this is going to fucking suck because they get all mad at us. And he's trying to sneak in. It's like, all right. You know, like you, you can, t- you can tell they're underage. It's, it's a small building. Right. It's just like, it's a, it's a small area. You can see everybody who walks. And in. we're sober. We can see right. everything. Are you? Mostly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our, my my boss does n- does not listen to this podcast, so <laughs> it's totally fine. It's totally fine. So Chandler, what do you give this story? Um, hmm. one being average, run of the mill, every day. Five yeah. being a wild ride. So it's definitely not wild. No, pretty common. I'm gonna say a two. Okay. Just because it is New Year's, right? Story. So that's a lot of audacity. And usually when I see things like this, there's not four children in town. Right. <laughs> right. It's it like, one. like a copious amount of spawn right. to bring with you. Well, maybe they created a fifth child and they can have their own fucking basketball team in nine months. That's they're halfway to a kitchen brigade. <laughs> right. Yeah, they can have their own li- Yeah, they can run their own little their own little French brigade. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. 
Line cook. <laughs> Riley? Line cook, dishwasher, host. Right. Buster. And obviously the parents are the bartenders. Obviously. Obviously. Their drinks are guaranteed garbage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Just the, the audacity to... We want to drink, but our kids are with us. Why? why? She drink at home. Bring up that it was New Year's. What's that? Or that it was raining. Yeah, she brought up that it was raining. Then go somewhere okay. else. Right. <laughs> like just like, go somewhere damn else. Jackie. Right. <laughs> damn Jackie. What's that from? It's a that seventy show. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> damn Jackie. I can't control the weather. <laughs> That's awesome. <sighs> so, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a 1.75. I'm gonna split the difference. We're doing hundreds now. Yes. Ugh. You and fucking AJ can go start I feel your own like goddamn. My first podcast. one was like a 1.03 or something. So we have <laughs> we have friends. You. Have you ever heard of the podcast Confused Breakfast? Mm-mm. It's a it's a movie review podcast that we're friends with them and this one guy he always does like the decimal he started the whole 8.74 right and so <laughs> i'm just like fuck you aj and you're goddamn I, I love the decimal system yeah i do that shit all the time like you ask me what time i'm gonna be there i also give you minutes so like 708 so like, <laughs> day like i'm not gonna be there at 710 i'll be there at 708 <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> So then do you have to try really hard to get there by 708? Like, is it a point of pride at that point? Oh, absolutely. Because it would be for me. <laughs> like you arrive oh. at 704 and you just sit in your car for four minutes <laughs> just to be back in 708. I would absolutely be that funny. Yep. <laughs> I would stand at the door where they could see my face <laughs> and not walk in at 708. Just hold your hand there waiting to knock until the right time. <laughs> Open the door. Don't close it. Right. They're watching you on the door ring bell the entire time too. Like, what is this bitch doing? (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) So I have some exciting news, Riley, that you don't even know yet. What? We have our first pregnant. (laughs) Yes, I am. (laughs) I'm literally always six months pregnant. (laughs) We have our first Patreon member. Oh, we do. Mm hmm. Awesome. Can you guess who it is? The Iceman? No, it's Chandler. <laughs> Yay, Yay! Thank you. <laughs> Am I really? Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to be as awesome as her, you can go to our Patreon and it's for $3 a month. It's less than a beer at the bar unless it's happy hour. It's less than the beers that we drink at home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so what we do is we interview all our guests for an extra 30 minutes, what we call last call. We just talk about their lives and what they do in the hospitality industry or anything extra they got going on. And so, yeah, if you want to support the show, that's a great way. Another way to support the show is go on your favorite podcasting platform and give us a rating of whatever you want to give us. I don't care. Just something, just a little bit of something helps us out. Share this podcast with your friends or family. Tell them that they have to listen to us or seven years bad luck. I don't fucking know. And then also, if you have a story that you want to share with us, we do have a subreddit. It is in the description of any podcast platform that you're on. Do you want to start a tab subreddit? Just leave a story and we will read it on the, I was going to say the air, but this is not the radios. This is not the radios. <laughs> God damn, this is going to be a really hard podcast. To edit. You are devolving into nothing. <laughs> yeah. 
Just put shit on places Quit and we'll read it. rambling. Let's move. Okay. <laughs> All right, Chandler. Are you, I guess I would say, are you ready to indulge everyone through your lovely story? Are you ready? I to- am. I'm trying to think of a name for it. It doesn't uh, need a name unless you want okay. it, unless you want it to have a name. Otherwise, oh, it's just going to go on my spreadsheet. Story. Like title. <laughs> Damn. I'll come up with it. Okay. Right. If I'll it helps, Steve's story was called Licking Sharpie. So I'm going to preface this that I might be ruining my reputation for this. Um, this is the only time I've ever done this. So I just want that on record. Okay. <laughs> so the story goes that I was in a city in Florida visiting some friends. My boyfriend was in town. And we went to this bar that I selected. It was newer to the area, um, kind of prohibition style, and I really wanted to check out. Yep. Most everyone in the group, there were about six to eight of us, were all drinking old fashions, with the exception of like one of us having wine. So we ordered the house old fashioned, and it was $10 on the menu. And it was to date the worst old fashioned I've ever had. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was really bad. It was like half a bottle of bitters per cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> so much fucking sugar. And I don't even remember what my skin was. Wouldn't have mattered because bitters were all you can. Right. So we're all drinking these old fashioned, and they're all like, Taylor, this is awful. I was the only bartender in the group. <laughs> And they're like, we really want a good old fashioned. And can you just go tell the bartender how to make it? <laughs> and I was like, ooh, <laughs> that's going to not be a good thing to do, but I don't want this. Right. So we suffered through it. I take the task of doing the ordering for our next friend. Now I get the same bartender. She was not very cordial the first time. She was very frustrated that we didn't order something off menu like from the higher scale mm. he kept asking if i wanted to try something different no <laughs> <laughs> i'm ordering for six people we all want old-fashioned but i was making your life cheap. right um, i come back she's not happy to see me um, they are busy but not crazy slam and i spot a bottle of american prairie bourbon um on, at the bar it's not on a high shelf i've had that whiskey before um i'm familiar with the portfolio and I know it's not a crazy expensive whiskey. So I was like, this will make a good old fashioned. Right. It's a decent price anywhere I've ever ordered it. And I just ordered. I was like, I was like, to order six American Prairie old fashions. Could we do Angus syrup bitters? Maybe like two dashes. Um, and just, you know, put them all on the same tap. She's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Starts making them take the drinks. They're much better. Everybody's happy. And then I go to close out my tab and she had charged $27 a pop for each American Prairie Old Fashioned. And I was very upset. So then I did something I've never done before where I asked to speak to a manager. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My reasoning to the manager was, if this is the price, that's well and good. But I've never seen bourbon costs that much in an old fashioned. I feel like it's not a big app to have a bartender check in before serving something if the price difference is $17 Absolutely. between the drinks that I just ordered. 
Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh my gosh, this is unacceptable. Um, he's like, that definitely should be that expensive, probably an error in the system. Um, I was like, not a big deal. Um, he's also been really fucking rude. <laughs> <laughs> so how does your tipping system work? He's like, well, it's a general pool. I was like, right, cool. So I asked him to move the first order of old to a separate tab. And I tipped the bar on that, like the 20%. Right. And then I had him take all the very expensive old fashions and move them to a table in a section where there was a server who had gotten no real traffic throughout the day. Right. And then we just closed that with our instructor. That's a good system. And did he leave it at the 27 or did they adjust it? Um, he adjusted it, but we tipped as if the total had been 27. Right. So you yeah. tipped him like you tipped that person like 40 plus dollars then, right? Well, 27 times six. $30 times six. Yeah. 180. 180. Yeah. So it'd be like, yeah. yeah, okay. Fuck, man. Like, there you go. So I've done that stuff too, like where people ask, we don't have like a super, a lot, like I'm more, what am I trying to say? My most expensive pour is a Macallan uh, 12, you know, two ounce pour. But if you order that, you know, you're, you're paying. Right. $20, right? It's McAllen 12. But when someone orders the Don Julio Anejo, I'm like, just, you know, it's $14. Like, like I know it's not that much, but it's also, like, I don't want you to be sticker shocked when you, right. when I give you this fucking bill. Right. Like, I just want to make sure someone's like, that's not that much. I go, I understand, but that's, it's higher than most of the shit we have around. So I'm just going to let you yeah. know. Right. Cause it's not like you're ordering Don Julio. What was it? 1942 or whatever right. it is, you know, like, but twenty seven dollars for an old fashioned. I mean, it better come with a reach around or something. And <laughs> <laughs> it's not even. And it wasn't even that, that good. Whiskey in that line, right? It was one of their entry, not entry levels, but it was one of their like. Yeah, entry. like a shot of that or a pour of that in that city averages ten bucks, right? And then in Texas, depending on what city, I've never seen a pour of that cost more than six. Right. I mean, like, yeah, an old fashioned, yeah, maybe 12, 13, even 14, it can save. But like, once you hit that 16 plus mark, you're like, what the fuck? Right. Well, and I mean, but I mean, even if you're in, if, if you're in a big city and you're looking at 15 or $16, yeah, that's, that's a lot. But I mean, I guess I'll pay it. But 27, that's ridiculous. Crazy. What, what city in Florida? St. Augustine. Where's that at? Um, it's about an hour south of Jacksonville. Okay. See, I've only been to Florida twice. Once in second grade, when we went to the whole Disney yeah. experience. <laughs> and the other time. So no, no booze consumption. No right? booze consumption. <laughs> I remember we went to the Budweiser. Went to some sort of, I don't know, Budweiser thing. And I just remember smelling beer. And I thought it was like the worst, one of the worst smelling things ever. And then the second time was in Sanibel Island. That was like six months ago. No, six years ago. And that's over by Fort Myers. And I heard it doesn't even exist anymore because it's past hurricane. Right. So, but, uh, yeah, that's fucking, I just, I hate bartenders like that, that don't do that. Right. Like you, like you said, you ordered a bunch of $10 drinks and then if she's going to triple charge, you like, like, Hey, just, you know, this is this much. You still want to go with it. That's if you're out there and you're, and you're thinking about hospitality, that's, a, that's hospitality right there. It's like, Hey, right. I know this is what you want. This is what we charge. Are you okay with this? So the question is, why do we think she was such a bitch about it? Right. Like, does she not know how to make an old fashioned? 
and she the only drinks she knows how to make are the ones on the menu, which is why she kept trying to push them. Honestly, I'm not entirely sure. She didn't want to make the old fashioned on the menu, and it wasn't bad. But from what I recall, this was several years ago. Yeah. Um, most of their house cocktails were made to order. Um, I do recall her trying to get me to order either off the happy hour <laughs> menu or like one in one. Like right. whiskey, coke, vodka, sodas. Right. Um, for all I know, they were understaffed. We just burned a well. Who knows? Anything right. could happen. But she wasn't very welcome to polite to anybody in the group when we came up. Uh, that's why they sent me as their envoy. <laughs> like, go speak bartender. Go make her feel better. I don't know <laughs> what their argument was. Right. Um, but I mean, I don't usually call people being in a bad mood you can have a bad shift uh, but you don't have to take it out on me right I, I don't fault you for being in a bad mood but I'll fault you for taking it out on me I'll fault you yeah. for being a dick all day yeah and yet you're still married to me <laughs> I wish I could see your face more <laughs> when I'm listening to you in my car Oh right. oh, right. It's this all the time. Just imagine disappointment. Just frustration. Re- regrets. All, all, the of little, them. all of the letters. All of the letters are regrets. God. But yeah, that's, yeah. How was, okay, so how was their menu, right? Was their cocktail menu like? Did it seem pretty standard or, or it, basic or did they have um, some cool stuff on it? They had some cool stuff. Uh, they were definitely top cocktail focused. Okay. Uh, it's attached to a distillery, so they push a lot of their own. Oh, products right. Out. But they did have other spirits, so it wasn't like you only had to order right. what they produced. But they definitely had that good mix of classic cocktails, riffs, and then a couple like original creations. Sure. Yeah. But I, I don't know if the bar team they had at the time was trained for that. I don't know. That first old fashioned. <laughs> I mean, and that's that's going to be the downfall of a bar is if you have a bad old fashioned. Well, I mean, I think any of your basic cocktails, right? Like an old fashioned, a gimlet, you know, an like, old fashioned, a martini, like a dry martini. Right. Manhattan. Manhattan. Mm-hmm. If you can't make that well, then why am I even right? Why am I going to assume you can make this super intense involved, involved cocktail better? Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I was with a group of people who are definitely not in the industry. Right. Mm-hmm. A couple of them might have like fried some wings or washed some dishes like out of high school. Right. But collectively, when they all saw her grab the Ango bottle and just start doing this to every cocktail, <laughs> you could hear everybody. Like, well, and you should have been her best friend because old fashions are easy to make. And you all ordered the same thing. Just yeah. with less of the shit in there. So right. you're, you're speeding her job up at the end of the right. day. Right. You are, you are, you're all ordering the same thing. She doesn't have to have multiple things going at the same time. You're making, you have a, a literally a three ingredient cocktail. Yeah. You should be her best friend. I, I would never be put out from a six, like a six spring ticket. That's all of that. Right. I would thank Jesus that that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> People are like, oh, okay. so, I'm going to order a fresh. I'm sorry. I'm like, sorry for what? I can make this faster than like a fucking Jack and Coke. A, yeah, it could have been a Jack and Coke, a uh, Singapore sling, a uh, zombie. Oh, uh, a Ramos gin fizz. fizz. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you have, you have six old fashions. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. 
respect. <laughs> right. And I'm going to go fuck you without lube and charge you $27 a piece. I, right. If I saw that bill, I would just been looking at you like, fuck you. I was just like, <laughs> I was just like, fuck you. There's no way. Absolutely not. <laughs> like when I got the printout, I remember staring at the number on the bottom because it was let's see, 60 plus for the first round. And then 180 for the second. So like, you're looking at $230 plus bill. Yeah. For two rounds of drink. Right. Right. That I had offered to buy for everybody. <laughs> and so I take the ticket and I was like, I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Holding the ticket as if it's like hot. <laughs> <laughs> and one of them was like, Damn, I was wrong. And I was like, dude, what the fuck? Am I looking? <laughs> I'm like, I did not budget this into my vacation. Right. <laughs> so that reminds me. Uh, uh, do you know who? You, do you know who the comedian Burt Kresher is? Yeah. Okay, so there's a story where he was out eating with uh, Ralphie May, who is a comedian, and Burt's like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna pay for this." Like, he handed the server a credit card, and like, "I'm paying for this," and they went out to sushi. He goes. I fucked up. He goes, the bill, he goes, yeah. this is before Bert was like famously Bert. He was still like rising up and the bill was like $2,000. Cause if you don't know who Ralphie May is, Ralphie May was, he's, he's he was a big boy. Right. And he loves to eat. And then I guess like, if you listen to the story, he talks about like he had to convince his wife that he had like move money around to pay for this $2,000 <laughs> fucking sushi bill. He goes, I fucked up. <laughs> But also, I came up with a name for this story. I'm calling it Hot Ticket. Hot Ticket. There you <laughs> go. Hot Ticket. Yeah, let's make a drink called that Hot Ticket. Maybe. I like that. What? Just don't put any pickles in it. Yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah, man, that's. I mean, there was a time. Okay, so just this past New Year's Eve, we paid for our our drinks and our friends' drinks, but it was like there was six. Six, yeah, six of us, and I think we each got three rounds and like a couple of shots. So like, and it was like two hundred dollars, but like I was okay with paying that. Where were we? Ideal what? bar with Jet uh, Ashley. That was the Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, Super Bowl, not New Year's. Eve. I was like, right. New I was working New Year's, New Year's Eve. Super Bowl. I knew it was like <laughs> an event, but it's also like I don't mind spending two hundred dollars when I know we all got like three or four drinks shots involved but yeah right like you said 12 drinks like fuck off right <laughs> that's 120 dollars yeah there's a, yeah, a lot. there's a okay everyone thought i was the asshole <laughs> like my friend group thought i was the asshole because i separated the check and tipped someone else that had nothing to do with the situation mm. I mean, I guess that would be kind of like, you'd be like, what the fuck is going on? Like if you, right. like, it's hard for me to like disassociate being in this industry now for like right. all, almost half my life, or like a fourth of my, a third right. of my life, you know? So it's like, I get that now. It's like, if I was 22 years old, I'd be like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I can, I can see that, but also it's not like you didn't give the bartender what she deserved. Right. And I did the original first order. Right. At the bar. to take That's right. That, that's like the well. cool move. Right. Cause it's like when you do like those drink specials and like you're giving away shit and people tip you on the discounted price and not the actual right. price. Like, God damn it. Like, 
it's like, fuck. It's, I mean, it is what it is, but it's also like, man, if you're ordering, like, I know you're coming here just because of a happy hour. And right. I get that. But it's also like, I'm working my ass off more during happy hour than I am when not during happy hour. Mm-hmm. <sighs> right. I mean, she still got tipped out. So you didn't just not tip, which right. is an asshole. No. Move. But you also were generous to somebody else who and, needed it. And it made that server's day probably, right? They didn't right. do a single lick and they just got, a, like, honestly, like a free $40 or whatever, right. whatever that, you know, dollar amount was. And it made her day or his day. Right. I don't know. I can, I can see how they would think you were the asshole, but at least you didn't just like not tip. Mm. Right. All right. So I give that, oh, man. Okay. So this is kind of like, oh, there's a lot of moving parts in the story, right? Like, and it's wild how perspective matters because I wonder what, I wonder if the bartender had submitted that story, what she would have said about mm-hmm. it. True. This bitch came up to my bar, told me how to make an old fashioned after I yeah. already made her six of them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, you like did I it. I don't wrong. know how to do my job. <laughs> right? And then she spoke to my manager when I charged the bottle price. Right. The price that was in the POS system. <laughs> it's just, that's, yeah, you know, man. it's being self-aware too. Like she knows that drink is not a $27 drink. Like, you right. know, it's not, you're just trying to. Maybe she didn't pay attention to the price. She just hit the buttons. Also what? true. I did ask her, is American Prairie $27 or is there like an old fashioned upcharge? I think I'm going to ask her. Some bars will do that. And then she's like, the old fashioned upcharge is like a couple bucks. So I was like. So it was probably like a twenty-five dollar, right? Twenty-three dollar old-fashioned, right? Because right. that's what we do. You hit the you hit whatever bourbon if they if they request, and then there's an old-fashioned upcharge of like three fifty that we charge. Yeah, like a monthly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, man, that fucking if you paid that price out, like you just like swallowed your pride and took it, like you just paid for like fucking the whole case of that fucking bourbon in right. round of fucking. <laughs> All right, so I give that story, since we're going hundreds now, <laughs> a 3.25. <laughs> she's doing math. No, no I'm she's typing right. on my phone. So what we're doing is we write all the numbers down, and eventually when I build our website out better, you'll be able to sort our stories through uh, an average of rankings. So you can see like what That's the right. craziest story is to like the weakest story. Yeah, eventually I'll put these into a spreadsheet instead yeah. of a Word document, but... I'm going to give it, I'm going to go 3.5 and here's why it gets a 3.5 because the manager took your side. Right. I love that. The manager helped you out. The manager was also equally appalled at the price of your old fashions. And honestly, that person needs more respect on their name. So here it is. It's funny because there are people that I know now that used to work there. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they worked there at the time that this happened. Oh, okay. So have, at some point, I'm going to do a timeline overlap. Right. <laughs> we find that bartender. She's like now the general manager. <laughs> mm-hmm. maybe, like you said, maybe she's just having a bad day and she learned from it. She learned from it. Learned from it. Learned from it. Do you, do, you, do you have a rating for your own story? I give it. As a patron, a 2.75. Okay. Because it distressed multiple people. And it was how we started our night. But it isn't the first time we've seen something like that happen. Right. But it, and, and eventually it did, the solution did get resolved, which is great. Yeah. Right. Love that part. Yep. 
Awesome. So there is our stories for this podcast. I've never said anything like that there before. There are those. Right. That's why I never say anything like that. All right. So what we're going to do now is we are going to talk with Miss Chandler a little bit more about her life in the hospitality industry and her little side gig of herd. And uh, yeah, do you have anything that you want to plug right now that you would like to tell all the uh, freeloaders of this podcast? <laughs> Go. Yeah, I would love to. Love mooches. Uh, I would say check out my game on Instagram called Herd Card Game. We'll put the uh, link check in the out description. Bartender Ramp Podcast and the Bard Tenders, which is a play on words. Bartenders that do DMV. Obviously, listen to this because I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah, you're on it, so let's listen to it. Right. So yeah, go check out all those things up. Everything that she has suggested will be a link in the description of whatever platform that you're on. And Spotify does have a nice little poll system. So we will have a poll on there about something. So go check that out and vote. I'm rambling now because yes, I'm semi drunk. And just semi. <laughs> Wait, I have one more plug. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I recently found out about this band. They only have like five songs out, but it's X eighty X, and it's like a metal hardcore band, Ooh. and all of their songs are restaurant related. <laughs> so they're called Knuckle Sandwich. I quit. Uh, late reservation. Okay, hold <laughs> on. Lyric. Spell that. Spell it. X eighty. Hold on. So it's like lowercase X, all caps, eighty six. With a dash in the middle? Yeah. Knuckle sandwich. All right. <laughs> Crying in the walk-in? Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Here we go. So we love hardcore metal music. Oh, hell. oh there we go. Chugs. <laughs> I love the chugs. I love this. It's so good. Ooh, that's spicy. <laughs> All right, that is amazing. I'm gonna, God, that's awesome. So what's funny is I'm actually going to, the reason I'm going to go see Steve is, well, besides hanging out with him, there's a band called Between the Bear to Me. Um, and they're playing in Baltimore one of the nights I'm going to be there and we're going to go and check them out because we both like the same type of music. So, so anyways, after all this rambling and nonsense and we never got back on the rails, just remember, don't be a dick, tip your bartenders and drink responsibly. Yes.